Hello, and welcome back to Care for Free. If, you, if you've ever cared about anything in your entire life, this might be the place for you. And if you say, David, I've never cared about anything, ever. Well, you're a liar, and you should listen so that we can help you get over that problem. Because you shouldn't say things like that. It's not true. <laughs> or you're a psychopath, and you should seek medical care. Or that, yeah. A great, great disclaimer. That's actually probably a good idea. That's very important. 1% of the population. One percent. One percent. That's too high. <laughs> Agree. That's so many people. You know, at least a hundred people. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but I didn't invent it. Are you the? Oh. Is it? Huh? Yeah, you, I'm a huge psychopath. You think it's me? No, it's definitely okay. Emily. I think it's Emily. I'm just saying. Oh, welcome back to Care for Free. <laughs> if yeah, I I think that's what it's called. I'm yeah. Emily. I'm David. Um, and. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why I was we supposed to look at you. We have never done that before. I was about to say, ours, was like, our wait, guest producer. <laughs> We've never done that to anybody. No, we haven't. But why it, was but it me? I don't know if I have a good answer for that, but uh, it definitely happens. Well, I'm Hannah. Hannah is that our guest producer. Are. I'm scarred for life now. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Hannah is our guest producer. She is one of my best friends in the world. Uh, college through now in life. So uh, I know all the tea. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she lives in North Carolina, so all of you Austin cowards who have not yet been on our show, this should <laughs> make you want to be on it more. Can we really call them cowards? No, no, no. <laughs> Celine and Caleb are doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I feel like only two people have refused to do it, and neither of them do I think it's because of cowardice. If anything, it's obstinance. Yeah, but I think and, Celine uh, would respond defensively to cowardice. As it's a, true. It's yeah, true. It's true. I'm trying to provoke her into coming on the show. And Good luck with that. <laughs> She's not very fun or interesting or good to be around. Celine so is David's fiance. <laughs> so I don't know if that works. I've just RSVP'd to their wedding. Barely. It was an yeah. ordeal. <laughs> now, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> uh, on the part where it said, do you have any dietary restrictions? I wrote, I don't eat food. Please don't feed anyone while I'm there. <laughs> Which sounds like I'll probably I'm, get kicked out. Yeah, I'm probably just going to delete your R's. <laughs> Honestly, after all this, that would be fair. Because I don't think it's useful or helpful in any way. That's what I've <laughs> yeah, learned. Yeah, I actively sought to not yeah, make it helpful. Yeah, I immediately regret it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of regrets, uh, we good. haven't been on the show for a long time. Yeah, we may or may not have been sent a cease and desist letter, so we had to go off for a little while. Right, right, right. One of our former uh, topics yeah. sent us a cease and desist we're, letter. They were not into it. We'd like um, you guys to speculate wildly about who that was, yeah. and then tweet us your guesses at Gimme Jacob Moore <laughs> on Twitter. Yes, that's Gimme Jacob Moore with two O's, M-O-O-R-E. You guys know the deal. Yeah. You know who to talk to, <laughs> we'll get back to you. That That is actually our official account, Gimme Jacob Moore yeah. with two O's. Yeah, but we have a second official account now. Yeah, we have the second official account after the Gimme Jacob Moore, but the yes. Care for the number four, number four, three on Twitter. Yeah, Check you should us follow out. us. Um, some point, David will give me access to the login <laughs> credentials. Or will he? May he? Yeah, I he'll do that. No, no, no. Things I want to tweet. Okay. I, yeah, I wanted to give them to you, and you just weren't you weren't paying attention. Okay. When I tried to when I tried really? to do that, and then I just forgot after that. <laughs> so equal amounts of not paying attention. Oh no no no! I think it, I think it's eighty percent your fault. 
Okay. Uh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love to then, be on podcast. Then again, but you know, I didn't major in math, so I did minor in economics. So you basically majored in math. No, I'm 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 almost minored in yeah, it. Almost I think. minored. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of, sort of. I think it's it. pretty much the same. <laughs> no, economics is like here's a graph. I think and that's the whole. Just like, come on. Okay, David, give me a movie, a TV show, and a podcast episode you cared about over the last couple of months. Oof, so like you our think hiatus. that you think that I watched a that's movie? A Sorry, TV give me a movie, no, a TV try, show, no, 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 or I, a I podcast probably, episode. No, I probably have done all three. Hold on, I can do this. Uh, let's see, what movies have I seen? Uh. Oh no! I saw a movie that I liked, but what was it? I uh, I saw one uh, that I loved that you are not as big on. Um, that surprised me. Oh, it's it's fine. You know what you you know, you know what I really think of that movie. Being a, what you know do you what really think? What do you really think of that movie? What do you think? And I and I swear I really don't mean this as a diss, but it will sound like one because of how people are taking the movie. Uh oh. It is the greatest showman, but sad. Sure. Which is which is fine. It's not a diss. Oh, we're talking think, about the Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper yeah, movie, A Star Is Born. A Star Is Born. I think people will treat it because like, how could you? Because because no, it's because the that same. movie was a dumb fun thing, which it was, mm-hmm. and this movie is heartfelt and important and means something. And I'm like, yeah. uh, it's the same movie, but sad. They're kind both of. grandiose and melodramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's kind but of that's not a bad thing. I don't yeah. think it's a bad thing either. But like. I feel like people would be really mad if uh, if The Greatest Showman was up for, like, movie of the year at the yeah. Oscars. People would yeah. be like, are you out of your mind? It does and require yet, some plot. Yeah, versus yeah, now everyone's mind. like, oh, this Bless. one's going to sweep the awards. Are you kidding me? So I just think, I was, in my can mind, you, I was can like, Can you run oh, that voice by us again, though? I don't know. What, what, I didn't, <laughs> did I? I don't know. Um, and Press so, your 15 seconds back button. <laughs> run it again yourself. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at. I, no, but I, I, I'm certain that I saw a movie. Ant-Man and the Wasps was this summer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, Ant-Man and the Wasps was, I really enjoyed that. But was that since we've been recording? No, but it's sorry. <laughs> when was our last? Outside. I, I, I you, Did you see a simple, you didn't see a simple favor? Mm-mm. Have you watched a movie? I think I've seen a movie. I don't know that you have. I've definitely seen a movie because I've been insistent on using the movie pass at least once a month. You still have movie pass? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Early adopter, late lever. I don't know how long that's going to last, though, because... Why? It's not... Yeah, it's not okay. <sighs> Because I'm friends with people who insist on going to the movies frequently, and yeah, if I don't have movie pass, I feel like I'll just tell them no. But as long as I have the movie uh... pass, it's enough motivation to be like, well, I have the movie pass, I'll go. Why that not? It's basically... I saved the two books on the one movie that is on it. <laughs> So why not? Yeah. You know, but um, but okay, soon me, that's gonna yeah, last. Give me a TV show or a podcast episode you cared about. Uh, Good Place has been lit. Good I don't know. I don't even lit. know if I, I don't even know if I can give you one episode because the whole thing's pretty lit. Yeah. Um, that is a really unique show, and yeah. I like it a lot, and it's pretty dope. Um, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, as for podcasts, I've uh, actually I think this has happened since the last. This has definitely been new. I've gotten really into the Bodega Boys. Jesus and Miro. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, oh my gosh, I love them so much. They're so... I've been told that listening to them is just like listening to me and Zach 
Yeah. And that person did not mean as a compliment, but I'm going to take it as one <laughs> because the Bodega Boys are fantastic and I love everything they're doing. They make Unless, a lot of money. That is a compliment. Yeah, they do. And they and they don't mind letting you know that they make a lot of money either. Yeah, which I feel like you and Zach wouldn't either if you were making money for talking. <laughs> I, I might try and hide it. I'd pr- I'd pr- I would Actually, I think it's much more like it. I would pretend that I was making no money when in fact I was raking it in. Yeah. That's probably what I would do. But you'd show up in really, really nice new shoes. Oh, I would, yeah. I, I would definitely be the type. So, Jesus, apparently on their Showtime show, not Showtime, uh, HBO, I think it was. No. He wasn't it? Didn't they? They, they, they were done HBO, HBO stand up and now and they're, now and now they're going to Showtime. Yeah. yeah. On their HBO show, he never repeated a pair of shoes. That would absolutely be me. I would, I would, I would have a calendar out. <laughs> I would. The oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I would make sure that that was the case. If it got to the point where I was like, "Oh shoot, I don't have a new pair of shoes to wear on the show tonight," I would immediately go out and buy a pair just to make sure that I keep the streak going. Come on, yeah, that would definitely be me. Are there enough? Sh- how often did they do a show? Like, are oh, there enough? Okay, we're <laughs> talking enough- like I'm pretty sure we're talking like hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Yeah, we just didn't repeat. And I was like, I respect that. That's big time. There are enough shoes in the world for you to wear ones you like every day if you wore a new pair every day. Easy. Um, if if money was no object? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, definitely. Cool. I mean, probably, so it depends what you mean by different shoes, right? Because yeah. it's probably cheating. For example, there's pro- I could probably wear the Jordan 4 in like 15 different colorways. And every, each uh, one I'd be yeah. like. That's amazing. That's, That's sick. Shoe. I love it. Yeah, yeah, because it is. I mean, you can wear it with different stuff, but um, if we're talking about completely new silhouettes, eh, yeah, that's that'd be a little bit more difficult. But the colorways, I think, is what really counts there because a shoe could take on a whole new character depending on the color of the way. Mm-hmm. Not, not even just the color scheme, like also usually the way that they design it, they use different materials, that sort of thing. It's pretty dope. It mm-hmm. can matter. No, that's not I mean, what I'm asking you no, to care no, about. No, no, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, implicitly you are, but it's. I mean, I see a sweater I like, and I buy it in four colors. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I get it. I get v, it. V similar, indeed, indeed. V similar. Um, yeah. How about you? Give me all three for you since we last um, spoke. I well, literally haven't spoken to you since the last time <laughs> that we were on this podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, uh, I love to Star Is Born, but I feel like that's getting an adequate amount of hype. So I want to hype Widows. The heist mm. movie with you would love Widows. Yeah, I man. need to watch it. We both would. I need to watch it. Yeah, it's it's. Cr- I've never been in an audience that reacted as strongly to a movie that wasn't a franchise, and I've never been in an audience that felt as strongly about a character, like mm-hmm. as vocally um, as in the movie Widows. It was well, super fun. Okay, it's raising red flags for me. I don't like to super care that much about. I mean, it, it's just like it's just like gut react, like a lot of yeah. like gut punches and like crazy double red flag. Oh, okay. That's no, fine. it's awesome. It's <gasps> awesome. I think All you'd right. like it. Okay. It's a it's a it's like an amusement park ride of a movie. Okay. But, like right. imagine <laughs> Viola Davis sitting next to you on an amusement park ride. Here's the thing about me. <laughs> like that be a lot before the ride starts. She's like, no, no, it's, it's not gonna happen. We're not doing this. And I'm like. Wow, it hasn't moved yet. It's moving in me. What? <laughs> you're like, this is such a good performance, but I feel like you're being very dramatic right now. Yeah. The thing about Viola Davis is that once you see her snot on a movie screen, it's over. Just give her the Oscar. Like, she is the oh, only good. woman who acts with all of her, including her sinuses. It's <laughs> incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, TV show, I would say The Good Place, but you already said that one. Yeah, so I said I'm gonna, that one. The TV show Homecoming with Julia Roberts. Um it was a podcast that I liked, and now it's a TV show that she I like. She got a TV show? What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Ugh. And the guy in it it's is... It's not like TV TV, it's like Netflix. It's like Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
But it's so, really so well even, done. I would say even yeah. further, like, you got TV, TV, <laughs> then you got like HBO Showtime, then you got Netflix, and then yeah. Amazon. Prime. It's a very like HBO vibe of an Amazon Prime show. Mm-hmm. Um, Have and, you watched Jack Ryan yet? No, I Jack Wilson told me to watch it, but I don't know that I would like it. Mm, okay. But I like Jack Wilson. If you're listening, he doesn't listen. There's um, no way he listens. No. I just found out where he is. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, where are you? <laughs> what? Okay, have fun out there. Oh, what do you call it? The 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 tall city of the Midwest? Something he called it. Some sentence that, some some nickname that Midland has that I was like, what? But okay. The tall city of the Midwest? So, something like that. I think that. that's Chicago. That's incorrect. It's definitely, it's definitely, definitely not I the know, tall you. city of the Midwest. That's not correct. I get that you were analogizing. Yeah, but it was, so, it was something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um podcasts i listened to all of binge mode harry potter it just mm-hmm. they just go through all of harry potter mm-hmm. that's fun and shay serrano has a podcast called villains that is mm-hmm. awesome i mm-hmm. love shay serrano i will watch and read anything he does he's that listen guy to. yeah he's that dude he's that dude yeah. we're close personal friends it's true you are yeah y'all are y'all are pals we are pals you tweet at each other yeah we met him yeah yeah oh, he's so cool he's so cool yeah. signs x socks cool right dude. away yeah uh, Hannah, give us one thing in the entire world that you care about right now. <laughs> uh, speaking of The Good Place, I love The Good Place, the podcast. Oh, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's legit. It's great. It's, uh, Mark Evan Jackson plays Sean. Right. He hosts right. it, and he just, like, talks to directors and producers and actors about, like, the inner workings of making The Good Place and how much they love The Good Place to each other, and it's pretty cool. Who are your favorite guests on it? Like, who of the cast or crew is the best to, like, come I back? I mean, Darcy Gordon is amazing <sighs> every so time. Good. She's so good. But yeah. That last... Did you watch the most recent episode, David? No, not yet. We not just yet. watched it. Mm-hmm. Janet Rules. I've, She's yeah, so good. I've heard that it is a Janet Rules episode. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty She's hyped amazing. for that. Yeah. yeah. Janet's yeah. dope. All right. Now I, that we've... Pumped you guys full of recommendations for other things. We're gonna do our podcast. No, we can't move on yet because I have one more question. Okay. For all three for uh, all three oh of boy. us here. Favorite character from the good place. What is the favorite character? I have to pick one? That's exactly oh. what you have to do. You have to pick one character. I have that's a stomach exactly, ache so hard. That's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly what I'm asking you to do. Pick one. Mm. <laughs> I have to go with Eleanor. Say more. Uh how does she win out? How does choice. she win out over all the other winners here? My top three are Eleanor, Michael, and Chidi, and I love the interactions between Eleanor and Michael and Eleanor and Chidi. Therefore, the common denominator is Eleanor, and I have to go with her. Mm-hmm. I okay. feel very strongly that I am exactly the child of Eleanor and Chidi. I am fifty percent. So what? Who cares? <laughs> you know. <laughs> hate you environment mm-hmm. and then i'm 50 percent. i have a stomach ache and i am paralyzed by all the choices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah okay Ooh. so mine was between janet and michael good i think i'll have to go with janet because <laughs> it's been fun to like watch her progression over the past few seasons like there's a line that's light less episode she's like oh i can throw shade now that's fun that was so good <laughs> and i just love those moments where you like realize that she's not a robot not mm-hmm. i mean not a girl not a robot not a <laughs> janet anymore yeah, and she's, she's growing. Also, yeah. Darcy Carden again is amazing. She's yeah. so great. Who yours? That's cool. Oh, I couldn't possibly pick one. That's Are you impossible. serious? <laughs> okay, <laughs> cheaty. No, I'm kidding. That was just fun. Um, I also really struggle to pick between Michael and Janet. I pick Michael mostly just eat. I just love all of his. <laughs> just all of the times when he's like, 
look at that. That's ice cream. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. How do they think of these things? Human things. They're crazy. One of my favorite just, Michael lines just, is when he talks about frozen yogurt, and he's like, it's so human to take something <laughs> yeah. that's good and make it a little worse so you can have more of it. Yeah. Okay. It's like, yeah, just, yeah. Just amazing delivery. And uh, uh, it's just so great. But honestly, so far, this current season... But I, I think by the end of the season, Janet very well might eclipse him because I would say over the past three to four episodes, she's yeah, she's yeah. been and that's yeah. that's nothing against Michael. He's been great, but Janet's just been another yeah. level, man. Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. Yeah, playing at MVP caliber yeah, pace so sure. far. And I, I will yeah. say that Eleanor is the favorite of like my mind. The favorite of my heart is Jason Mendoza. <laughs> There's yeah. the part where yeah. he <laughs> I can't. He's the he's, only character that I quite literally could do with Throwing that. rocks yeah. into the water. And Ted Danson comes up to him and goes, hey. And he looks up at him with his handful of rocks and goes, I'm sorry. Are these your rocks? I'm sorry. Are these your rocks? <laughs> so dumb. His first thought is, people own rocks. This man owns these rocks. He left them here. I picked them up and he's angry that I'm throwing them into the water. It is so pure. And delightful and sweet. And stupid. And it's so dumb. And super stupid. I just stupid. want to help him cross the street. So dumb. <laughs> just want to hold his hand. Just want to hold street. his hand. Not even so in any way other than I hope you live to the other side of the street. Oh my gosh, he's so dumb. Bortles. Oh. You guys know that ever since they mentioned that the Jaguars are good, they've sucked. They, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. crazy. It's like a curse. I mean, it's not that crazy. Not if anything, uh, it is crazy. Were, I drafted anything, on were, the basis of the good place. Yeah, I was about to say, if anything, it was, if anything, it was weird that they didn't suck last year, and now you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does make yeah. sense. Yeah, that sounds, but that they, sounds right. But in that same breath, they mentioned that The Greatest Showman made $400 million, and it has continued to do well on home video. Because that one, that one's real. That one's true. <laughs> that one's okay. true. I don't... It's literally The Greatest Show. It is. This is the greatest show. <laughs> it's the greatest show. They told you. Whoa. They told you at the beginning. Wow. <laughs> if every movie started with the main character walking out and saying, this will be the best movie, every yeah. movie would be better. It's true. The first line of movie from now on should be, give me an Oscar. And then, and then just figure out, that's the go. first line. And then just figure <laughs> out after that. Just start with a, a hushed whisper, give me an Oscar. And then just, and then just, yeah. That only works for some people. I mean, you just That's do this subliminal yeah. message all the way through. A yeah. ticker telling, at the bottom. Yeah, just telling yeah. your brain to, like, this yeah. is an Oscar winner. <laughs> Every once in a while, they, like, you know, if, if there's a scene in a coffee shop or, like, in a park, they pan to some old man with one of those, like, French newspaper heads. Just, he's just, like, on the bench and he's just... <laughs> Oscars. Yeah, there you go. Do you think that's what C three PO was? Was subliminal messaging to get Oscars for Star Wars? Uh, no, he was the opposite. Where every time C three PO was on on screen, you were like, "I thought I liked this." Was but I? But they shouldn't be standing next to a gold statue. Yeah, no, not that. That okay. something about this gold statue is very off putting in my brain when <laughs> I, I like think the about associated with yeah. Give them a trash can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can we give them a trash can? <laughs> This movie deserves all the trash cans. All the, trash cans. All the beeping trash cans. Honestly, some of them, some some of them do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know how I feel about it. Well, I love them, but you know, at what cost? I I love them. They're you know, you know. Last Jedi's perfect. Okay. And I would cordially invite anyone who disagrees to fight me, which they have and will on the internet. It's interesting to cordially invite someone to fight you. <laughs> also, your whole Twitter persona is don't at me. Can which I is borrow y'all's wax seal? Me. 
No. To cordially invite no. people to fight me? No, you cannot. You cannot. She will burn her hand off. Yeah, that's why. It, just, it seems unsafe. <laughs> it's a safety aspect. I'm, yeah, I'm that's, concerned. You know, that's a good call. It's actually very satisfying and fun, though. You should, you should, yeah. It's good. I strongly encourage, I, I say this seriously, everyone out there, <laughs> I, they're not that expensive. I encourage you to buy a custom monogram stamp with like your your initials on it because you can use it to stamp letters you can use it to stamp you know whatever you got to wax seal for and you feel so like dope you really do and i swear to you it's not that expensive not that difficult do it i'm telling you thank me later there's been a lot of advice on this podcast so far yeah we're we just we're a call-in show now yeah we're trying to (laughs) we're just trying we're just trying to prove everybody's lives man trying to make lives better that's what this is all about man you know what i'm saying we just trying to we just trying to help everybody come up you know you feel me you know we come up you come up we all come up we all moving forward you know what i'm saying we're just trying to improve trying to get better another day grind and shine you know what i'm saying keep it moving move forward cross the train tracks other side Choo-choo. Toot-toot. We'll cut that and release it also as a bonus track <laughs> in case you guys ever need it. For, like, your morning motivation, just, like, yeah. play it. Like that little girl who looks in the mirror. You, what you may not know is that David does that in the mirror every morning. That's exact. And it always ends in toot-toot. Beep-beep. <laughs> toot-toot. Let's get it. Let's get this bread. Let's eat this yeast. Wait. You're not supposed to eat the yeast yet. You yeet the yeast. Not yeet. eat the yeast. Yeet the yeet. yeast. Yeet the yeast. Yeet that yeast. Get that bread. Yeet that yeast. <laughs> you don't know about yeet that yeast? So you yeet the yeast to get the bread? No, no, no. It's just, it's yeah, just you're doing both. Yeah, because then you get really flat bread. No, you're doing the like, both. Oh, yeah, you're doing peanuts. both. You out here getting that bread. <laughs> But sometimes, just to mix it up, oh my God. you say that you were instead just trying to eat that yeast. It's uh-huh. be a four-hour episode. But it's, but, it's all, but it's all the same game. It's all the, it's all the same move. The you know game. what I'm saying? It's all the same. Yeah. Okay. It's all the same game. Got it. It's still 94 feet up and down 10-foot rims. It's all the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing new. Nothing different. I know half of what you're saying. It never saying. changes. It never changes. I know those numbers. I know some of Yo, things. yo, yo. Peach baskets to nets. That's all I'm saying. That's all it is. You feel me? Toot toot. Two, two, dog. That's what's up. <laughs> All right. It's time for my customary question. Who goes first? Who goes first? It's like a game show now. I don't sound like that. <laughs> oh, I agree. I was doing the game oh, okay. show thing. Who goes first? You don't sound like that. Who How could you possibly think that's what I was saying? I don't know. You never said... Sa- Hugo's? What? What? <laughs> No, that's not what I was doing. Not at all. I was making no, it no, a no. game show. I like that. Kind of feel yeah, like I'm that. on board now. Yeah. I'm sorry, I reacted defensively. It's okay. Next time, new for me. It's just that next time you have to do the game show voice. That's what you. That's what happens for you now. Great. Yeah, you're it's on record. Now. Next time, guys, look for that game show voice from Emily. It's gonna be top notch. Gonna be top notch. Yeah. See, already, already. I like, I like the practice. Hey, but like for real though, who turn it is though? The last episode <laughs> was that. Santa Anna and Five Foot Nine. Five Foot Nine. That seems right. I will admit, I don't really know. It's been a minute, but mm-hmm. it was Santa Anna and Five Foot Nine. All right, that oh, means I went coming first. In hot. I love it. Uh, that means oh, I went she's first. So good. You chance did. it's your turn. All right. Let me see Five Foot Nine. You didn't love Five Foot Nine that much that time. And That's you, true. You were, in fact, you you wanted to love the Five Foot Nine, but thought it was a trap. 
Yeah. Which is fine. Everything's Whatever. a trap. She thinks everything I say is a trap. That's I always think trap. everything could be a trap. That's it's, why I'm yeah. still alive. Prince Humperdinck, Princess Bride. I feel like there's probably at least a few other reasons why you're still alive, but you know that, yeah, that's yeah, that's the main one. Modern all right, um, <laughs> all right. I've got a, I've got a sentence for the two of you. Are you guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> what can I do to help you get ready, Hannah? Ready. I'm excited. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. My sentence is Weezy one. Oh my god. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you care? No. My sentence is. Wheezy one. I I care a little. Say more. What do you win? More. What? An Oscar? A fight? Why is it always an Oscar with you? <laughs> it's it's her. Tis the season. The, the bro, moment a star is born came out, I was like, this is. Bro, Oscar it could time. be March seventh that you would have been like, what did he is win? An Oscar? Oscar? That would have still have been your ass. Don't try to pin on it being Oscar season. Every season. Well, Oscar. listen, yeah. Black Panther came out in February. Oscar season starts early now. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie to you though. Um, my first reaction to seeing the Oscar results, was I was like, "Dang, 2018 was forever." Because there were Ooh. movies on that list, and I was like, "Didn't those come out in like 2014 right? or something?" Felt like they've been out for a half, like half oh, a yeah, decade. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, Black Panther was one of those where I was like, "That was 2018." I, I did not remember that. Black Panther and Get Out are the only movies that have ever like. In recent memory, been that early and gotten that much buzz. Yeah, that's Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's his power. He's that's in Widows. Um, but do you, think he, do you think he likes Kaluuya? He has to, right? Either he loves it or he hates it. it. You think it's, he hates it's either it? way? Because people have been buying it for him his whole life. I was about to say probably every time he goes everywhere, like yo, damn, like, yo, hey. hey, I'm gonna get you a drink, dog. Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> you, hey, you, you you like you like coffee? I got you, dog. I got you. No, no, no. I got you. Watch. It's going to be a surprise. Do you think that Zach would still like Hennessy if his last name were Hennessy? He would like it more. Yeah, that's accurate. Because he would, he would be, be like. Bonus, the correct yeah, answer. he would be like. It's for me, baby. <laughs> it's got my name on it. Oh, I miss Zach so much. He was just here. I, it's. Is I'm supposed to have it. What am I going to do? That would be, be his only reaction. That's if anybody brought That's it up. a really good impression. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Weezy won. Weezy won. You care a little bit, but you don't know if you care. Because you don't know what he won. If he won an Oscar, I care. If he won anything else, I'd... I'm kidding. I'm it's kidding. It's not an Oscar. I'll tell you oh, that. Well, Did you yeah. ever see... Here's the thing. You would know better than I would. Have you ever seen Lil oh, Wayne? That's true. I mean, yeah. there's a Best Original Music Song category. Do you remember any movies where they opened them like, Yeah, mighty. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Casablanca. I don't think so. Casablanca. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're in for a lot of this, this episode. All right. No, I don't think so. I'm going to keep it. Tell me about Weezy. Um... So, uh, no, 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 that's only 50%. I need to know, Hannah, how do you oh, feel right, about, right. how do you feel about the sentence, Wheezy One? Not, not a lot, not a lot of feeling yet. Just kind of like, Wheezy One One. You're just like, all right, Wheezy One, Wheezy yeah. One, what, what Weezy do I care? Cool. Why do I care that Wheezy One? I like one? the alliteration that's happening, let's go. Yeah, it's, it's short, succinct. it's sweet, it's to the point. It's succinct. Look at you, English major, I see you, I see you. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I like that, there we go. <laughs> This is a good guess. I'm into that. I'm into that. All right. Well, anyway, you guys all know Wheezy, aka Lil Wayne. Um, 
there was a good several years in the mid two thousands there. Late two thousands? I don't know what to call it. I would say late two thousands. I think his debut yeah. His days. debut was like two thousand five. I would say like two thousand five to two thousand ten, right? Like Wheezy was that guy. He like ran around. Um and I was never like a huge Wheezy stan. Mostly because I don't think I even started listening to rap music until I was in like the eighth grade. So frankly I was probably late to the game in the first place, right? But he really has some real iconic songs out there. Everybody yeah. knows him, you know. Millie, six foot, seven foot, got money, you know what I'm saying? Bedrock. <laughs> and I mean he also you love that song. What's up? <laughs> it I, I, I was just I can make your bed rock. I was just commenting to Celine how surprising it is to me that you like this song as much as you do. I don't know. It's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> and Celine was like, why? Like, that's how ingrained it is in your life that she was like, why would you be surprised at that? Well, no, I think, I think it actually makes sense that I like that song. It's I think it is surprising that you're surprised by that. Why is that surprising? That song, no. So that song matches, that hits That hits a lot of the different notes for me. I, I really enjoy, like, a catchy melody that floats over the top of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy... Um, a steady beat, but not like a, I'm not really much of like a, you know, like banging trash cans type beat. I like just like a, you know, flow in the background going and a bunch of guest rappers doing like rapping slash singing type stuff. That's my wheelhouse. It's Chance the Rapper. Like that's my thing, right? So I actually think it makes a lot of sense that I like this. Yeah. But I think maybe the, like the melody line just reminds me of Panic at the Disco and you don't like Panic at the Disco. That's very fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I, in my brain. I don't even, it, I, the, the, yeah. those don't even go right, together. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Those two circles. Not yeah, those are, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is not, that is a Venn diagram that does not overlap. And so yeah. I'm just like, if you thought that I heard that song and I thought, hmm, kind of like Panic yeah. at the Disco with Lil Wayne. Really. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't like that at all. Yeah. I don't hear, I don't hear Panic at the Disco at all. I just yeah. hear Lil Wayne and Lloyd and Nicki Minaj and Drake. That's the other thing. Cause Nicki so once, once he, uh, I, mean, I didn't say that. You said that, right? But so he was really, if you got, oh man. Yo, Weezy was that dude for a minute. It's kind of, you know, he ran the game. And he was from New Orleans and stuff. Uh. Um, and so it was also like he was right down the road. Mm-hmm. So he's, I mean, I'm from Baton Rouge, not New Orleans, but still, you know, it's like South Louisiana. We all kind of in that thing together. Um, I was never a big Cribs watcher, but I always think the funniest episode of MTV Cribs is the episode with Lil Wayne on it because... Um, Y'all know Cribs. It's always like these big <laughs> mansions and stuff. And I'll oh, check out my hot tub, y'all. Oh, look, I put a Bentley in the pool. I don't know. It just happened. Ha, come in this other room, right? Come check out my fridge. Lil Wayne went on Cribs. It, it was like a house in New Orleans. Not that big a deal. It was pretty normal. He's just like, hey, y'all, come check out my crib. I'm going to show y'all how young money do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but so my favorite part is that they come into the back of the house and he's like, yeah, it is my Saints bobblehead right here. And he picks up a bobblehead. It's probably Drew Brees. I don't remember. But and then he just like ran to the camera for like 35, 45 seconds. Just like, yeah, Saints, we coming, baby. We up. We on the up and up. Who that? Who that? All day around here. That's right. That's right. Saints, that's all we do. That's all we know around here, baby. And he's just like, okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. But anyway, so, you know, he ran the game. He was releasing The Cotta. That was the name of his album every time. The Cotta 1, The Cotta 2, The Cotta 3, The Cotta 4. I would say The Cotta 3 and The Cotta 4 are, like, the ones that everybody really was bopping to, everybody knew. And then he announced that The Cotta 5 was going to be his last one. In 2012, he announced that, all right, this is my last album. Can Um, I ask a question, tangential question? 
You could try. Is the Carter like a shot across the bow at Jay Z? Like you're a Carter, but I'm the Carter. Um, I don't think so. Okay, I don't know for sure, but I really don't think so. I don't okay. think they're connected. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's never been my understanding of it. I guess yeah. I could check, but I don't. I don't think so. We'll let y'all know. Yeah, yeah, no. But so you know, he he became the face of Young Money after um Hot Boys and then moved on. Hot Boys. Um, and so he brings in Nicki Minaj, brings in Drake, you know, get really gets him off the front. And so he's, he's trying to release the Carter Five last one. But at that point, he came into a big dispute with Cash Money Records and the guy who ran it, Birdman, right? So Birdman's the rapper who really, like, ran the whole Cash Money uh, and really brought Lil Wayne into the fold. And so um, for most of Wayne's career... Uh, Birdman was like his mentor. And so they did, it was like, you know, Birdman's helping him, improving things. But then um, as things went along, when it came up to the Carter Five, which was supposed to be released like 2014, 2015, right? Um, it it comes out that Birdman and Cash Money is, for whatever reason, delaying the release of the record. Mm. Um, and Wayne's like, the thing's like done. I just need it released. But, you know, Birdman tripping, tripping. Uh, on December 4th, 2014, a week from the release date of the Carter Five, Wayne hopped on Twitter saying, I want off this label and nothing to do with these people, but unfortunately it ain't that easy. I'm a prisoner and so is my creativity. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And so then, I'm not, I'm not even going to take you through all of it, but <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of situations kind of through late 2014, through all 2015, um, at a at a at a concert in late in late December 2014, Wayne tells the crowd, "I'm effed up in a bad situation, but I will be out of it soon." Like, uh, and then January 25th 2015, Wayne filed a 51 million dollar lawsuit <gasps> against Cash wow. Money, saying Birdman violated the terms of his contract because he was withholding the album and wouldn't release it. Uh, and so he was trying to force him to release the album and wanted um, to get out of his contract with Cash Money to do his own thing. Uh, and so actually, in, in my mind, uh, it's analogous from contract terms. Definitely not the same. But it's very analogous <laughs> to contract terms with, like, Kesha's whole deal. Where it's, like, yeah. it's really interesting because if you look at, you know, the, the late, mid-2000s, two of the biggest names out there, Lil Wayne and Kesha. Yeah. And then both of them just sort of disappear from releasing albums. Lil Wayne definitely made out better than Kesha did, which, you know, can talk all day about why that worked out the, the way it did, but because yeah. he was still able to be like featured on things and yeah. he would release, you know, unofficial mixtapes. I'm doing air quotes, but um, he couldn't release his own album, right? And so they're both kind of in this limbo. And in February 2015, Wayne reveals that he and Birdman aren't on speaking terms anymore. Chocolate. And again, this is like a huge deal because, first of all, Everybody wants the Carter Five. Like, yeah. Wayne's that, Weezy's that guy. Like, you want his next album, especially if he says this is his last one because you assume it's the one he's going to pour all of his, you know, final creativity into. And it's also big because they used to be really tight. So it's crazy to see how quick it just went completely downhill. In April 2015, Lil Wayne yells, F cash money at a concert. Uh, and so again, it's not even like this is all behind the scenes. He's filed a lawsuit. That's public record. He's talking about it in public record. He's still doing concerts. And at the concerts, he's talking about F cash money. And it's crazy. You know, like this is the same guy who's like, in his songs, you know, click. You know, like, um, and so, and so, um, in 
he could, this issue continues on. In June 2015, Wayne uh, signs a streaming deal with Tidal. And so he releases, again, a mixtape, but still not the Carta 5. So people are like, do we just never get the Carta 5 now? And the other thing is, Wayne was like, Carta 5's done. So it's also not like a thing where he was making this album and they wouldn't let him keep making the album. It was like he made this album. He's like, all right, release it. And they're like, no. Yeah. It's going to be in this vault. Deal with it. Ooh. You can't have it because you already made it. It's our property. We're, we're yeah, young he, money. And we I guess they own all the yeah. songs, so he can't like release the songs on his own. Right, exactly. Uh, in June 2015, again, Lil Wayne tried to legally remove Birdman from Young Money, like tried to block him from being able to run it or have any future dealings with it. Uh, and then additionally, they claimed that Birdman wasn't paying him royalties, so Birdman owned. So it's getting really onerous. Then in July, Birdman allegedly, allegedly, and this is where it gets like, you know, first level rap behavior, right? <laughs> Birdman allegedly throws a drink on Lil Wayne while he's performing oh. at a club in Miami. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Miami is where that would happen, all right. And then in July 15, an indictment was released that claimed that Birdman and Young Thug conspired to kill Lil Wayne. In a tour bus shooting. That's when it gets what? real, like, mm-hmm. peak rap right mm-hmm. Wait, but everyone would have known it was him. Yeah, well, look, man. On April 26, 2015, okay. shots fired at Lil Wayne's tour bus as it pulled away from a nightclub in Atlanta. And many said it had to do with the beat between Wheezy Birdman and his new protege, Young Thug. Right? Oh, no, I'm this serious. is Birdman's yeah. new guy? Yeah. And so no one's injured in the shooting, but Young Thug affiliate Pee Wee Roscoe was arrested in connection with the shooting since 10 years. Pee-wee Roscoe. Roscoe's claimed that, Roscoe claimed that the shooting was a result of Birdman and Young Thug's beef with Lil Wayne. Wow. But neither of them were formally charged with any crime in relation to that. Birdman then sues Jay-Z and Tidal for $50 million, saying that, Tidal, you can't stream Wayne's stuff. We still, we still have uh, the right to his stuff. He can't license his own stuff. Then Lil Wayne and Birdman both attended Drake's New Year's Eve party at the end of 2015. Uh, and so there were whispers about, like, maybe maybe they're pulling it back together. Maybe things are okay. Then they actually appear on stage together Whoa. in early 2016. In January 2016, they hit the studio together. Uh, but then... In March 2016, Weezy files a $40 million lawsuit against Universal Music Group trying to reclaim the profits made from young money artists Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Tyga. Which, again, part of it is like he feels like, you know, I did a lot to bring these people into it. Uh, a big reason why these big-time artists have anything to do with young money is because Weezy was there first. Weezy's the one who brought them out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then on... <laughs> Chance the Rapper, obviously. He was, on, he was on Chance the Rapper's song, No Problems. You know, one more lamp, try to stop me. It's, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, and you guys remember, Weezy's on that. And he says then, And if that label try to stop me, they gonna be some crazy Weezy fan waiting in the lobby. Mulabi. And people are like, yo, he's still trying to, he's still trying to take some shots at cash money. So, mm-hmm. um, then, yet again, we've got more things in 2016, mid to late 2016. Lil Wayne's still yelling F cash money at his concerts. So, um, <laughs> well, now it's part of the song. Yeah, yeah now apparently, it's part of it. Apparently people are yeah. hoping for yeah. yeah, at this point, people are like, in fact, at this like, point, yeah. I bet people are like in the crowd being like, Yo, Weezy, what you think about cash money? <laughs> I cash it was money, a four-letter you know? word. <laughs> yeah, Yo, Weezy, what can you tell us in one word but four letters about cash money? What do you think? <laughs> Talk to with us. with an F. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, whatever's on your mind, man. You know? And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and then Lil Wayne accuses Birdman of misappropriating a hundred million dollar advance that Universal Music gave to Young Money. And the plan was they were supposed to share it. And he says, nah, Birdman swiped all that money. He took up the 70 million of it just for himself. The judge then sides with Lil Wayne in that particular piece. Legal wow. victory for Team Wheezy. Uh, and then the two sides were close to a, negotiating a settlement of the lawsuit against Cash Money. But in November 2016, news, news came out that... Uh, <laughs> news came out that Birdman broke off negotiations because Lil Wayne shouted out Rockefeller instead of Cash Money during his performance of Ami at Camp Flogna that same month. So he heard about that. He's like, all right, never mind. It's off. <laughs> Can you imagine being that lawyer? Oh my god! Like gosh. we're so close to a deal. I think we'll get there on Monday. I can't wait to see my children grow up. <laughs> nope. You mean, or and then, not. And then at eleven thirty p.m., you get a call from Birdman. Birdman's like, "Yo, deal's off." And you're the lawyer. You're like, "What? It's <laughs> yeah, off." And he's no. like, "Yeah, man. Nah, Weezy. Ooh. Apparently, Weezy shouted out Rockefeller tonight. It's not gonna do. We off. We out. We're walking away." Can you imagine being that lawyer? He's like. So? So, like, so what? I'm sorry, Gracie. I won't be able to come to your ballet recital <laughs> ever again. Yeah. Lil Wayne shouted out Rockefeller yeah. instead of cash money. Uh, then, as time goes on, you know, late 2017, uh, Birdman threat- threatens his critics on Instagram Live. Yeah, as you do. Um, I'm, I'm not going to repeat what he said, because there's too much profanity, if I'm being perfectly honest. But to summarize, he was like, I hear y'all trying to talk about this beat between me and Weezy. Um, I'm not having it. If anybody wants to say something, you know, come at me and I'll, you know, insert various threats here. You know what I'm saying? Um, Then Rick Ross disses Birdman because it's very clear Rick Ross is on the side of Weezy. So it's just a thing. Then March 11th, uh, Birdman and Lil Wayne. Yes, of this year, 2018. uh, Lil Wayne and Birdman reunite once again at Club Live. Club Live, I think is how it's pronounced, which is the latest suggestion that maybe they'll be able to reconcile. And then, March 31st, 2018, Birdman, uh, Lil Wayne, attended Birdman's release party. For what? For uh, the Before Anything soundtrack. And Birdman posted a picture of himself with Weezy on Instagram, captioned, Before Anything, release party, me and my son, Lil Tunichi. That's that's Weezy's handle. Uh, hashtag YCM Beast, young young cash money beast, right? So that suggests maybe we're on the right page. Maybe just, well, you know, who knows what happens next? Uh, and then this summer we got word settlement had been reached. Uh, in Lil Wayne's favor, I think he ended up getting like forty. Uh, no, maybe that made that up. Well over ten million. Uh, was That's the number funny. that he got in the settlement. Uh, and now. And so everybody's kind of excited because they're like, sweet. So this, first of all, this means this beef is over. But second of all, it means we might actually get the Carter Five. Five, right? So this is interesting, I think, for two reasons. One, it's always interesting, I think, when someone has this really long, protracted battle to to make a thing happen, and then it happens. So it's like, well, we got to find out what happens. But I also think that this is very interesting for a very a, a unique reason, which is, he's like, all right, cool, the Carter Five is releasing this year. The Carter Five releasing 
fall of 2018, right? This is an album that was finished in 2014. And wow. It, like, think about, like, it's almost like a time capsule, yeah, rap, you know? Rap moves really fast, yeah. I feel like. It's rap like... is not what it was in 2014, right? Yeah. And so I was super, I was honestly super excited for it because um, I was just like, I, I it's, it's going to be like a time capsule. It's going to be so cool to I see. I hate to hear you say I was nowhere. excited Yeah, I know. It. I'm like a little worried about that word, yeah. too. Oh, I mean, no. I mean, it worked out, right? So I didn't. I didn't expect to go in and listen to it, being like, "Yeah, this is gonna be my new favorite." Wait, album. it's yeah. out? Yeah, it's out. Oh, oh it's on Spotify. Yeah, it did. It, it, when it did, did it release. Come out? Uh, September, okay. October, wow. somewhere in there. Yeah, it's out. It's all on there. It's a very long album. You guys, because you know, uh, like Drake's Scorpion album, which was I don't know, like fifty tracks. It yeah. felt like it's not quite that long, but it is definitely like. Man, there's a lot of tracks on this thing. <laughs> yeah. But it really I actually think it's really cool. It, it's it really does feel like it was made like a couple of years ago. And so yeah. because of that, you're not like, man, I'm gonna be bumping this. Like it's almost like kinda weird to be listening to it. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely interesting. And he did make one song on there that I genuinely love. It's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Um Oh, I should say, the one reason I was like a little disappointed. Not disappointed. I had mild hopes that it was gonna be like you know, a call back to the New Orleans bounce, you know, mm-hmm. got money, T-Pain, like, you know, just club bops. Yeah. Um, and it's honestly, like, kind of croony, which is fine. It's much more of like the... Which is, like, chill, but, like, not. It had a couple of the, you know, like, bangers on there, but not a whole bunch. But my favorite one off the whole album is actually Dark Side of the Moon, which is one of the croony ones. But he does it with uh, Nicki Minaj, oh. and she she doesn't rap. She she sings her butt off on that. Thing, really? What? Oh, it sounds good. I'm yeah. not surprised that she can. I'm no. just surprised yeah. that she did. Yeah. Same, yeah. yeah, like same fear. Well, she was just like on the dark side of the moon, and if you, it's so good. Oh, it's great, and right. um, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. So that's why my sentence Wheezy one, I think. Kind of relevant, interesting. I I at no point thought he was going to win, despite you telling me at the beginning we won. You were immediately like, "All right, what's the trick here?" Because there's no way this is a multi-million dollar lawsuit. We see one. That's incredible, right? Yeah, he didn't just win the feud; he won the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, and we got the car to five. We all won. That's really what I thought. I was like, I I was like, today we all won. Yeah. No, I think even Burnman won because it sounds like they're on good terms again. Um, I'm assuming that. He still gets like a percentage of the proceeds of the sale of the Carter Five. Like, oh yeah, I feel sure. like everybody won here in in the end. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I also looked at the whole the Carter title thing, and apparently it was based on the Carter, which is the Empire Crack House from the 1991 movie New Jack City, as well as Wayne's actual last name. All yeah. right, fun yeah. facts. That is good yeah. to know. I knew it was She's his actual last name, but I didn't. I didn't know if it was that simple. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what's up. That's good. Have you seen New Jack City? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Sorry, I forgot it's a movie. Have you seen New Jersey? No, they were showing it at Alamo Draft How House. dare you? What? <laughs> I just didn't see it. I was like, that was not the voice of someone who had actually seen it. How dare you? <laughs> it's real good. I love all the actors who are in it. Oh, so bad. That director really had some shots in the movie. Some shots and some 
names. Name one I, person in that I movie. I is upset. Steve. <laughs> Steve. 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 Carter. Ac- Steve Actorson. He's, he's, he's Swedish. Steve Actorson. Steve Actorson. Skarsgård. There's so many Skarsgård. Skarsgård, yeah. It could totally be a Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård was in that. He directed that one. There's a new one every, every 20 There's seconds. There's a lot of Skarsgård. You probably would guess like a Hemsworth, but that's no, too far back for a Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. Skarsgård's are older. Yeah, that checks out. I care about that. Yeah, yeah right? that was good. That was fascinating. That was well done. Like, I was intrigued the whole time. Sweet. I yeah. love a good feud. Yeah. yeah he doesn't love a good feud, man. Yeah. It's, it's really hard not to. I also love David's uh, little Wayne impression <laughs> as well. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, my name How much would I have to pay you to say I do at your wedding in a wheezy voice? I don't. A lot? Okay. More, more than cool. you have. I'll start saving. <laughs> yeah. Definitely more than I have. Yeah, more than you more than you currently have. Yeah, yeah, I'm I just saying. got a job. Yeah, at least that part. Yeah. Let it go. All right. Uh as usual, I could not have picked a more different topic from you. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you're gonna talk about like some um you're gonna talk about some dead queen. Very close. Darn. She got famous for playing a dead empress. Oh, that is but, pretty close. Yeah, but she's also dead. That was impressive. That is pretty so close. So I think you did I think you did a great job. Okay. But um uh, my sentence for you is mm-hmm. um Hedy Lamar was a moderately successful actress in the thirties and forties who also filed a patent. Do you care? Mm, not yet. I okay. don't. I mean I'm sure the patent must have been an interesting patent. So you're you're about to tell me that she, you know, invented mayonnaise or something. I'd be like, what? But not nice. yet. I don't care. Mayonnaise it's not mayonnaise. <laughs> I doubt it's mayonnaise. I feel like mayonnaise predates the 1930s and 40s. Like, I'm just really? Gonna, you don't think so? Isn't like the date on the game like the patent implant? The date on the jar. I don't. There's not. I don't think there's. There's not. Is there, yeah. is there an invented by Am date? I making is there like they, oh, there's like a sense date established. Yeah, established. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Hannah's gonna look it up. Hannah, Mayo. have you have you heard of Hedy Lamar? I have not. It's a, okay, that's a baller name. Though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it a serendipitous like a 1930s name. Actress. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Um, I have questions for the patent thing. I'm into it. Yeah, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about okay. Mayo first. Uh, I told Hannah earlier. 1913. That this... I was right. 1913. Oh my god! Date on the jar. There's a date on the jar. I'm not completely crazy. Hellman's established 1913. That doesn't tell us that's when mayonnaise started. That tells us when Hellman started well, okay, making yeah. mayonnaise. I feel you were like right, Hellman's it was before the, the 1930s and 40s. The yeah. flagship but, but that's pretty close, though. Yeah. I, wow. I don't know. Yeah. Good research. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good. Hedy Lamar was born Hedwig Eva Marie Keisler. Keisler? I'm going to say Keisler. If this in turns into... In 1914. Like Austrian or something. In Vienna, Austria. Nice. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, so, what's great is she's she's like a kid and she can't pronounce Hedwig, so she starts calling herself Hetty. So, everybody calls her Hetty. And then it turns out to be a much better and more marketable name than Hedvig. Yeah, Hed- Hedvig is... That's not marketable. It's not great. No. Um, unless you're an owl who's unflinchingly loyal. Do y'all think there's anyone that's named Hedwig now? Yes. Oh, Absolutely. 100%. So sad. Their kids oh, seem Khaleesi. There's, so, there's, um, there's so many children in California and Minnesota named Oh, Hedwig. I have a Come classmate on. who named her son Sirius. 
I like serious. I like serious. But she like tells everyone that it's from Harry Potter like, yeah. immediately. Right. That, so that's what she and they're probably do. like yeah. we know like it's a cool name Sirius so like, Sirius predates Harry Potter oh, no, it's, it's like the brightest star in the sky absolutely. like that's a real that's a cool so name like, until you cool say it's because name. of Harry Potter and immediately she's like yeah I need to go to Harry Potter and you're like oh is she gonna hear this <laughs> ruined okay. it show it to her <laughs> <laughs> ruined it I like, talk shit about you it's, it's a different classmate with a child named Sirius that she says right away no no she wants to tell her tell her square up Tell me where to be. It's on site. Just Tell it. her. Yeah. Hannah One is our next episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the <beef> stars. <laughs> oh, I was saying I'll square up for you, but oh, by no. all means, you go yeah. ahead and handle it. Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. Uh, Hedy Lamar uh, mm-hmm. had come from an upper class Jewish family, uh, but her mother converted to Catholicism, raised her as Catholic. But she's like very culturally like her lineage is Jewish, and she was born in 1914. So like bad times are coming. Um, Indeed. Uh, her mom was also a professional musician who sort of like gave up her dream uh, to marry Hetty's dad and got pregnant right away. So um, Hetty was like always singing and she learned to play piano at a really young age, which will be important later. Um, and eventually uh, Hetty Lamar had to smuggle her mom out of Austria after it was absorbed by the Third Reich mm-hmm. and her mom became a U.S. citizen. But that's later down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, Hetty Lamar, like basically she was an incredible scammer, which I feel like is a lot of what these people in Hollywood in the olden days were. Like a lot of them are like, I started working as a page boy and then they made me head of the studio. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know if that always happens or if it's happened like three times and then everyone else puts it in movies. But either way. <laughs> oh, no. um, uh, I feel so, like, no, I feel like it was just, that's just how stuff happened. Yeah. I feel like people would, you'd be, you know, uh, uh, there'd be some really important rich guy on set. He's like, someone bring me a coffee. And they bring him the coffee. And he's like, you've got gumption. Do you want to be my new assistant director? And the kid goes, why, golly, gee, sure, sir. And that's how Steven Spielberg got his start. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that nonsense. is. That's incredible. Yeah. I like, can't I believe you like, knew that. I feel like that happens all the time. Yeah. We've had professors who that's reveal. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Um, this is, no, go no, for it. No. I'm, I'm not even going to get into it. All I'm going to say is we've had a professor who was like, you know, I was in law school, and um, I a, a prerequisite was taking this course, and I didn't want to take this course. So I went to the pre- the president of the law school, and I said, hey, I haven't taken this course, and I don't want to, but I did take this other thing that's maybe sort of like it in undergrad. And the president said, yeah, sure, that's good enough. And then, and then they just waived that requirement from his law degree. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like... Yeah. And now he's head of a department where he really should have taken the other class. Yeah. He really should know the one subject in order to teach the other subject. Yeah. It is, there's yeah. no limit to how white men can fail upward. He's just, like, he just, like, he just like, I don't want to take it. It seemed boring. And I'm like, well, he's like, so actually, funny thing, I've never taken that subject. And I'm like, you're, you're what? Like, you literally me? wrote the book on it. And you but, never took the prerequisite. But you're going to grade my exam on it. <laughs> on, on the subject that you did not take. It's the worst. So, so, so how'd that work? So how'd that work, my brother? Talk to me about that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. yeah. Man, it must be nice to have that white man privilege. Dude. It must be nice to have that white man confidence. I feel like That's you can do true. a lot with just the, I mean, the privilege helps. Yeah. But yeah. It's also like, I mean, we're, uh, those like, what, the 1940s, 50s, which... I think even even today, yeah, you, you could. I mean, I would hope not. Not today, like you know what yeah. I'm saying. It, we've come a long way. To be yeah. Like, hey, I don't want to take this class. Oh yeah. my gosh, we should have tried it. Should've yeah, we really should have been like, look, you, you, know, like you know, 
I did I did do this two week immersion program in undergrad. Can That's I just can I just can I just can I just skip this I've semester? Read a book. Does that I work? Too. Yeah. I, I feel like it's generally the same idea. It's not about the confidence. You're like, yeah. it's the same. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely the same. It's, there's no oh, difference. Why can't you take it again? Uh, seems boring. I don't know. Busy I don't want to. that yeah. day? I'm busy, not into it. Busy that day. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Every day. Uh, I'm busy that day. Yeah. not going to do it. So. Luckily, Hedy Lamar was a great scammer. Uh, she started, yeah, rode that like a Segway. Um, she started, uh, taking small film roles in Vienna when she was 16 years old, and at age 18, she appeared in a movie called Ecstasy. It is not about the drug, it is about, uh... Sex. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the director and the producer tricked her into appearing nude, and, like, they did a lot of, like, close-ups and things that they said they weren't going to do, and they said, you know, if you, if you do this, we'll only show you from here up, and then they showed her from... Uh, much lower up, and it was really, like, crappy. She got a lot of attention. She got very famous for it in, that like, sucks, Germany yeah. and Austria, Oof. where you could show that stuff in mm-hmm. movies in the thir- or in the 20s, I guess. Um, but it was, like, banned in America, and she was a huge liability in America because the movies were all much more moralistic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this was pre-code. The code is a whole thing, which is really interesting, and I may do someday on the podcast, but... Um, you couldn't show nudity. I don't know what the code is outside of the, the, code. the, the pirate brethren. So. <laughs> or the Basically, the TLDR of the code is that, like, at one point in early Hollywood history, a bunch of people came together and they were like, there's too much fraternizing between men and women in movies. So there's a point, like, in the 30s where before it, like, men and women can sleep in the same room, they can sleep in the same bed in movies, and after it, they're always in two beds, oh, you can't say you're pregnant. Lucy moment. Yeah, Got you it. can't say you're pregnant mm-hmm. on you can't, like, allude to it. It's just, like, super ridiculous morals mm. that kick in at least after 35 or 34, because huh. it's after it happened one night. Uh-huh. Um, but... Either way, you couldn't show nudity, yeah. and Hedy Lamar, like, she's 18 years old, and it was this huge, like, scandal. Mm. Um, yeah, that sucks. So she decided to go to the stage. Uh, she starred in a play about Empress Elizabeth of Austria, who might be a future topic because her nickname was Sissy, and she's really great, and uh, she I think wore I know really... Sissy. I bet of you do. Yeah. yeah, I know it. Yeah. Um, she's great. And she was in this play, and she was getting all these, like, adoring flowers from men, and then there was one guy who, like, wouldn't leave her alone, uh, turns out to be a guy named, uh, where is it? Friedrich Mandel. He was an Austrian, Austrian military arms merchant, and he was reportedly the third richest man in Austria. Uh, he sucked. He was, he was bad. He was a fascist, mm-hmm. uh, which I know you couldn't imagine that a man who harasses women would be a fascist in this day and age, but it's true. It just doesn't go together. It doesn't make it doesn't sense. It happen now. Um, yeah, and just, her parents, not a thing anymore. her parents were both Jewish, and they're like, Hey, um, he sells a lot of arms to Mussolini and also Adolf Hitler. Are you sure you want to be with this guy? And she was like, no, I definitely like him. And they were like, hey, he's been honored with the title of, quote, honorary Aryan. Because even though he's also Jewish... Oh, he is so important to the Third Reich. Oh. Yeah, I love where this is yeah. Going. And she's like, "It's fine. I can change him." Um, so they get married. She's eighteen, and he's thirty-three. Um, he becomes crazy, controlling right away. He Shocking. locks her in their home, which is like a castle. So she's like a this beautiful Amazing. princess in a tower. Um, he tries to buy up every copy of the movie Ecstasy because he's like wild <laughs> with jealous rage that other people have seen this. Yeah. He paid up to sixty. 
$1,000, like whatever the equivalent was for a copy. Uh, reportedly, Mussolini himself had a copy that he refused to <laughs> sell back to Amazing. Mandel. Nice. Which, like, I can't tell if that's a power play or if he genuinely wanted to keep this movie. Mm, probably, um, both. probably both. Probably both. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you, like, me, if I were in that position, and this is full disclosure, as a yeah. guy who I don't think that I would have any interest in watching the movie, if I knew I had, I would be, like, and I'm, like, this, you know, this, this, prob- this, this probably a-hole subordinate of mine is like, yo, that's like my wife in that movie, give it back. I'd be like, no. No, no. <laughs> Even if you'd never seen it. Just, no, I almost no. certainly wouldn't have ever seen it. I'd yeah. be like, no, it's it's, no, that's so my no. movie. No, yeah. it's, it's one of my movies. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the spot. It, 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 ha- it has to stay in that spot on the shelf. You, got, yeah. you can't have it. No, it just sorry. ruins the whole aesthetic if I take it out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that shelf, I set that shelf up yeah. around that movie. Around ecstasy. It goes A, B, C, D, yeah. E, and yeah. I can't. I don't if have I any other out, E's. Yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I think is uh, one of Mussolini's biggest brands is sorry, sorry I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Yes. Um, Some of this dude dies. It's turned into a murder mystery. Well, it, it's. I think it's better than him like he, dying he, horribly. Yeah, he does need to go. Um, but so a good thing that came out of this marriage, if there's anything, is he's like, you can't stay here while I'm on business meetings. What if you're cheating on me with the nobody in our abandoned castle? Isn't she locked in the castle? Yeah. So he brings her to all of his business meetings, uh, where it's like, like lots of scientists, lots of people in military technology, and. Naturally, like the incredible heroine she is, she's not just like attending these meetings and sitting on the side. She's like mm-hmm. listening. She's taking notes. She's like processing these things. <gasps> Did she um, steal a patent from a German fascist? Ooh, not it. that That's we know scaling. of, but it, okay. I mean, she she's mm-hmm. these conferences were her introduction to the field of applied science and nurtured her latent talent in science, is mm-hmm. what Wikipedia says. Got it. Um, nice. So. Eventually, within like months, Hetty agrees with you guys that Mandel has to go. Um, yeah, and in her, it's great because in her autobiography, she says, I disguised myself as a maid and vanished. And everybody else says yes. she convinced her husband to let her wear all of her jewelry to a party at once and then booked it. Which is a way better story Less. and makes a lot of sense why she didn't say that in the autobiography. Yeah, she they can still get yeah. that stuff back. Yeah. But isn't that, can you just imagine this, like, beautiful woman who's, like, laden with every jewel possible? And she's like, we're ready to go. She's like, I just want to look extra pretty tonight. She, just, just for just, you. Yeah, just like, for you. Like, gets into a cab and she's like, drive! And she's clinking all around. <laughs> yeah. Got, like, tiaras She's had to move really slowly, because I imagine she was kind of weighed down. Oh, yeah. yeah. It reminds me yeah. of the Romanovs when they were uh, being executed. Mm-hmm. They, which is kind of, I mean, this is grim, but they had all their diamonds sewn into the lining of their clothes. Uh, which didn't help them in the end, except that when they were being shot at, the bullets kept bouncing off the diamonds in their clothes. So it took a lot longer to kill them because they had like this like makeshift rich person armor underneath. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Which is how Anastasia escaped and is still alive today. <laughs> literally today. <laughs> yes, literally, literally today. This day, you can go in and see yeah. her. Anyway, so Hedy Lamar. Just go in and see her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In, in, her, just in, in her place. Anastasia receiving <laughs> yeah, room. The, the, the room that I she's in. She's, a realm of its own. Yeah, I imagine she's in sitting there. in an opera apartment just like her grandmother was. Is it like right next to Atlantis or no? Yes. Okay. It's I was thinking directly above. Like she's on this uh, tiny island in the like middle of the sea. Right and if you, were to, if you were to go underwater, Atlantis. Uh, you know, <laughs> That's why Anastasia anagrams to Atlantis. That's true. Don't fact check it. Um, 
So Hedy Lamar is still like she's still young, she's still beautiful. So I'm just showing y'all yeah. pictures of her. Um she's like killer, especially for the time she looks like all of the like exotic brunette women that they put in the movies. Um so she's like gonna be fine, but she's gotta make her own way now because she has, you mm-hmm. know, jewelry money and that's it. Yeah. Um so she arrives in London and she meets Louis B. Mayer, uh, of MGM, which is uh Metro Golden Mayor, I think. Metro Goldwyn Mayor. Anyway, MGM. He's one right. of the M's in MGM. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, say, last, you're pretty cute. I'll give you tw- 125 a week. And she goes, no. Um, so she, like, tries to negotiate for more, and he's like, no. And so he gets on an ocean liner to go to New York, and she gets on the same ocean liner and just, like, is glamorous near him the whole journey over. And by the time they get to America, she's on a 500 a week deal. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, she's incredible. Um, and so she starts doing movies. She does movies with, like, Clark Gable, Spencer Tracy, Jimmy Stewart. I don't know if you've heard of any of these people, David. Clark Gables, yep. Okay. Can't yep. tell you where, but that name, that yep. name rang a bell. Like, he Clark Gables. He's in your brain? He's in Gone with the Wind. Oh, Frank Your favorite dear. movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's I the love, one who I says, frankly, my dear. Oh, I God, that movie sucks. That one. Um... Gone with the Wind. Ooh. What an amazing film. <laughs> Four oh, hours. So riveting every yeah. time I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen it so many times. So bad. I love um, it. Hedy Lamar never really hit it huge. She was pretty successful, but she's not like one of these people whose names we know. Like, she's not mm-hmm. like Jean Harlow. She's not Claudette Colbert. <laughs> I know <laughs> you don't know either of those. <laughs> but there's nobody else from that time. Catherine Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn are both from later on, and it felt disingenuous to say them. They're not from the same time. But she's not somebody that, like, many, most people yeah. who like movies would know. Uh, there are a couple reasons. Like, she was Austrian. She had to learn a lot of her lines phonetically. That's tough. She also yeah. was, like, so incredibly beautiful that they weren't like you can be a shop girl at a counter like they were like you must be like samson and delilah is her best movie Mm -hmm. or is her most successful movie because people are like well you're like this immortal being of Mm -hmm. hotness um she did some like producing she kind of branched out but ultimately she was not able to get like challenging enough roles um to like make her want to stay as an actress uh so she reportedly took up inventing to relieve her boredom um wow this is like we're in the 1940s now um and in in the in world war ii she wanted to join the national inventors council but she was told by uh like big execs film execs that she could better help the war effort by using her celebrity status to sell war bonds so it's they turn her into captain america she's yeah. like i've got all this inventing talent let me help the war effort and she, they're like no nah, but you can go up on stage and say i'll kiss this gi from the crowd if we sell enough war bonds yeah. and then she does it and then her and the same gi like he he's on every tour stop they just like go to the next tour and she's uh-huh. like i'll kiss this brand new guy i've never seen before if we sell enough war bonds which is like such a waste yeah. it is such a waste but never fear because she started working on inventing in her spare time. Uh, she improved traffic stoplights. Yeah. She invented a tablet that would dissolve in water to create a carbonated drink. And she was like, mm, I hate this. It tastes like Alka-Seltzer, uh, which is pretty, pretty bold. Is it just Alka-Seltzer? I mean, no, she was like, it'll be like Alka-Seltzer, but to make water into Sprite. And she tasted oh. it. And she was like, it, was it like, made water oh, into Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, it's just Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> 
she also, I don't know how much y'all know about Howard Hughes. He's the guy that The Aviator is about, and he was this crazy, like, reclusive billionaire didn't know um, type guy. The Aviator, um, I don't know that. Yeah, but he was a very, very rich guy from airplanes uh-huh. who then turned to movies and, like, lost his mind. Okay. Um, that's a really insensitive way to refer to his mental health issues. Anyway, um, he... She dated him because he dated all these, like, starlets. And when she was dating him, she was like, hey, what if airplanes weren't square at the front, but instead rounded at the front? Because birds, which fly, are rounded at the front and not square at the front. And he was like, that's pretty good. I'm going to steal that and never credit you, Uh, which he did. But during World War II, she learned that radio-controlled torpedoes, which were emerging technology in naval war, could be easily jammed and set off course. And she thought of creating a frequency-hopping signal that could not be tracked or jammed. And this is where her piano knowledge comes back in, because she thinks of a player piano and the way that it, there's that roll in it that turns and has mm-hmm. all the different little, like, notes in the keys play the notes. Yeah. Um, and she contacts her friend, who's a composer and piano player, to help her develop a device to, like, jam frequencies or to make an unjammable frequency. And they synchronized a miniaturized player piano mechanism with radio signals, and they called it a frequency-hopping spread spectrum. I don't understand all of the, like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, all right, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm uh-huh, going to try to explain it. Um, Wikipedia. Frequency-hopping spread spectrum is a method of transmitting radio signals by rapidly switching a carrier among many frequency channels using an unpredictable sequence known to both transmitter and receiver. English. If I'm on frequency 5 and then the enemy finds out I'm transmitting on frequency 5, they can get on frequency 5 and, like, fill it up with other signals and ruin my life. Mm -hmm. If I am switching frequencies at a pattern and whoever's receiving it is switching frequencies at the same Same pattern, pattern. they get my whole uh, message and I don't, like, they they might, like, the enemy might get parts of my message, but they're mm. not going to be able to switch at the same, like, random, unpredictable like spot. I in a movie. This, this switching of frequencies. It feels a lot like Imitation Game. Like, Imitation yeah, Game. I was going to ask yeah. if it was that okay, movie! Yeah. 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 Okay. It's Wait, the same we, principle. We, we get that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And also, if you are using this, you can do, like, basically unlimited channels. Like, mm-hmm. AM and FM only have a certain number of bandwidth. But if you're switching frequencies, you can, you know, if I'm on two at this instant, nobody else can be on two at this instant, but they can be on two at the next instant, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they invented this. They patented it in 1942. And the Navy was like, nope, too hard. <laughs> and also they didn't that they didn't right. yeah they didn't trust devices yeah, like, or developments uh, from people outside the military either and they were like an actress and she wasn't born here that's see a very, kid that's very complicated we're gonna, this this feels like a it's trap just, by this <laughs> by this austrian hottie yeah <laughs> exactly uh and it was difficult to implement and and they didn't start using it until 1962, uh, when at the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis, an updated version of the frequency hopping spread spectrum design appeared on Navy ships. Uh, today, frequency hopping spread spectrum technology is also used in many uh, radio controlled transmitters and receivers for model cars, airplanes, and drones, but most importantly, uh, it galvanized the digital communications boom, forming the technical backbone that makes cell phones, fax machines, and other wireless like networks possible sprint and verizon are both spread spectrum networks 
And nobody recognized her for this for years until somebody was, like, hunting through patents trying to figure out who came up with spread spectrum. And they were like, oh, this was Hedy Lamarr. In 1997, when she was, how, she was in her 80s, yeah. she received an award for it. And her only comment was, it's about time. <laughs> and she died in, I think, 2000 I or 2001. That. That's funny. Uh, but she was a total amazing, like, inventor, brilliant mind, who was also one of the most beautiful women of her time. And, like, her later years, she had a, a little bit of a rough time, but we owe a lot of our, like, wireless technology to her and a lot of the way we live. You care? Yeah, because um, I hate receiving faxes, and it sounds like it's her fault. So yeah. I'm pretty mad. That's fair. Yeah. Do you she's, still receive a lot of faxes? <laughs> what what era are you living in? I went through the first twenty four years of my life receiving no faxes, <laughs> and now suddenly I receive faxes. Oh, is I've, this from courts? You're a person who receives uh, faxes, usually yeah. from opposing parties. But you know, yeah, I receive faxes now. I don't like that. Yeah, but no. so everybody I'm, fax yeah. your questions for next week's episode to at Gimme Jacob Moore. <laughs> that's with two O's. Gimme Jacob Moore. M O O. R-E. We'll put uh, his fax number in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, I care. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm not blaming her for the faxes. I'm blaming. You're crediting her I'm for the I'm blaming everything phones. else. Yeah, I'm crediting her yeah, for the cell That phones. took yeah. over for faxes. Yeah. Yeah. Which are way better. So yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I think she gets credit for both. And I'm fine with that. Cool. And frankly, I just love the response at, you know, in 1997. Like, it's about time. Because that means for like a half a century, she's just sitting in her house like, on her phone, just waiting. she's in her she's in her house like on her cell phone. Like, I did this. <laughs> I sucks. They don't even know. These Everybody frequencies are hopping. Here. Yeah, they don't even know. I'm a whole region. We out here hopping. Like, like, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably she probably I I would bet in like 1980 when they had like the little like cell phone with the briefcase stuff. She'd see someone on the phone. She'd be like, "You're welcome." And they'd be like, "What that crazy hot old lady say?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, sure. Like, and thank they, you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Well, now, you, if she ever walks past you in the form of a ghost, you can. I was about to say, say my first reaction would be, uh... oh my god. I don't know how I know that you're Hetty Lamar because I've never seen you before, <laughs> but, yeah, but I do. But I do. And also, I know that you're dead, so this is crazy. It's like, like that, John Mulaney's joke about, like, if you saw Hitler walking down the street, would you kill him? Yeah, you'd like, be like... I'm not going to kill an extra from Indiana Jones 5 because I don't understand costumes. Right, yeah, you're like, that's obviously not Hitler. Or, yeah. or you'll be like, did you just kill that old, old man? <laughs> well, he looked like Hitler. He looked kind a little of. bit like Hitler. He doesn't have the mustache like that. Come on. He that's looked a like good Hitler. Point. Yeah. A little. Didn't Michael Jordan have a mustache like that at one point? Oh gosh, yes. What? Yo, it's rough Mike, times. Mike's been Mike's been on a journey, man. <laughs> Michael Jordan was so good at basketball, mm-hmm. so good at basketball, better True. than like anybody else at basketball. But well, like, LeBron. um, good question, dude. My answer is good question. That's okay. my actual answer. Right. Yeah, that's my actual answer. Um, Hard to compare the two. One's way bigger and faster. The other, I think, had the superior, like, killer instinct. But that's when you're getting into, like, you know, nebulous, you know, who wanted to win? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you can't measure that. While I think it's probably probably Michael, it's like, uh, you know. 
I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those. That's, that's where the story is probably going to end for me. And I, I hate, I hate like LeBron v. Jordan debates because I'm just like ah. they're everywhere and they're yeah, so yeah, and people loud. care. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah. People care so much, and I'm like, it's impossible to know. Yeah, they, it's, they, they will never play yeah, each other. They played yeah. in two different eras when, like, they were they were both 25, 20 years apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I'm sure one day we will create the technology that will allow us to properly and thoroughly simulate, you know, Michael Jordan from 1993 and put him against LeBron James from 2012 and we'll be able to watch them play each other. But yeah, no, thank you. Until but then, we will. Until then, until then, barbershops across this country will devolve into chaos and mm-hmm. yeah. and I yeah. will plug my ears. And LeBron part. is a better actor. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> we'll be able to. We'll be able to tell because we will have two comparable space jams. Oh. oh, I no. Oh, sorry. I think it's actually pretty well settled that LeBron is the better <laughs> actor. I just mean usually when people are doing the LeBron v Michael debate, that's their acting skills right. are not involved in the conversation. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, now, where I will get agitated and I get triggered every time <laughs> is when they say Kobe is better than Michael or Kobe oh. is better than LeBron because Kobe's not better than either. Guy. No. Yeah, it, is that it's too small. So many people, so many people, and they're all incorrect. Um, oh, and they're and they're all probably also terrible to play pickup basketball with because Kobe's a hero. So, but anyway, um, man, where I was going somewhere with I all that. I was talking about the Michael's mustache. Oh yeah, outside of being amazing at basketball, lots of yeah, he had the mustache thing. He the he's always been big on like the baseball. The baseball. That was yeah, bad. have you guys heard Bill Simmons? Maybe Bill Simmons' conspiracy theory about the baseball thing. No, no, I love I Bill wanna, Simmons. I love a good conspiracy theory, though. Bill Simmons, because so Jordan, you know, night night was it nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety five? He just goes, ah, I'm good. I'm done. I'm yeah. gonna go play baseball. That's what I've wanted to do all my life. I've always wanted to go play minor league baseball in Birmingham, Alabama. That's what I want to do. It's no more, no more uh, winning MVPs in the NBA for me. I'm done with that. Jeez. And after two years, he goes, ah, I'm back to basketball. Right? Uh, Bill Simmons. His theory is, um, <laughs> his theory is at the end of 1993, David Stern, the then commissioner of the NBA, comes to Michael Jordan. He's like, Look, man. You've been caught gambling. Now, either we can do, like, either we can, you know, suspend you for gambling and you can be, we can do this, or you can just take some time off. You can take some time off and then come back in a year or two because it's not okay. That is Bill Simmons' theory. And it's like Bill Simmons is full of conspiracy theories. I really think that's his, like, that's his number one. I believe this. I, I really think it's true and I will go, I really think that's his. Um, and it's an interesting one. I'm not going to say yeah. I believe it. Mostly because I was born in 1993. So I don't think I have enough information to go off of <laughs> on my own opinions. Yeah. Right? But that one's definitely like an interesting one. Because it is like one of the weirdest things. Like who, bizarre. Who, yeah, who, who, really quits, who quits being the best person in the world at their professional sport to go become a mediocre minor leaguer in another sport? That doesn't really happen. You mm-hmm. know? For two years, and then says, "Never mind." Back to the one that I'm super good at, and I'm gonna do that for five more years. You know, it's really That's strange. Crazy. Yeah, but yeah, he's got that. He's got he's he's his fashion sense is interesting. He's got like giant distressed jeans. Yeah, I don't get well, that yeah. we can blame the '90s for a certain amount of that. Yeah, a certain amount of it is just like when you come of age, right? Yeah. So, but yeah. it's still also like you see Michael, and you're like, 
Hey, what you doing, man? Hey, buddy. What's going on over there? Can we talk? Can we just... Is everything okay at home? Yeah, can we just, like, can we just sort out what's going on there? So, yeah. But no, the mustache was, yeah, it was a problem. He's fixed it, for the most part. (laughs) All right. We can still do this. Uh, it seems that way. Our, Our muscles are weak, but they have not fully atrophied. Not all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Having a stellar producer really helps really help that Norton. out. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, that was great. Um, Very good. See, the research was killer. It was fast. Just like right there with an answer, yeah. which is generally phone, what it's like being friends with Hannah all the time. It's not um, true. I'm good with it. That works for me. Yeah. yeah. No, I I would give that stamp of approval. I'm into it. This is good. I thought you said stab of approval for a second. And nope. I was like, no. Nope, weird weird nope, expression. Don't love that. Nope. No. Ain't what I said. No, no. Ain't what I said. And on Shay Serrano's Villains podcast, he talks about who would win in a fight between Killmonger and uh, Apollo Creed. Uh-huh. Uh, and he says it would obviously be Killmonger because he would stab, and Creed would be like, I didn't know we were stabbing. Now yeah. I'm stabbed. It seems very transparent that it would be Killmonger. Yeah, yeah. Apollo Creed would be like, All right. Is that I his gotta, name? I gotta win yeah. this Go. fight. I gotta win this Adonis fight. Adonis Creed? Roles. I don't remember what his name is. Oh, I think it is Adonis Creed. Adonis yeah, Creed is I the younger one. Apollo. I think it's Adonis Creed. Apollo's yeah, the, the dad, yeah. yeah. He's like, All right, I gotta win this last fight. And Killmonger's like, I have nine knives. Yeah. <laughs> I have a knife in between each of my fingers. Yeah. Come on, they're like, from over here, I can see six arteries of yours that I'm about to cut. You then know he what I'm cuts him and he's like, is yeah. this your king? And people are like, no, it's not a monarchy. What? Yeah, what are you talking about? He's just a boxer. What is happening? He you just can... won the title. It's not, <laughs> it's not that kind of thing. And you committed a crime. Yeah, you just killed him. That's not what we came to see. <laughs> it's boxing, not UFC. Also, what are you doing? It would last like two seconds, and then they'd be like, "I paid for this fight." <laughs> <laughs> that was not worth the ninety-nine ninety-nine oh showtime. Is there anything better than a fight that lasts two seconds oh, that people have paid one hundred and forty to watch? I mean, ten percent of me is like, "Oh, like that—that that sucks." Like I. I while I don't care, I can understand being like, wow, I was really looking forward yeah. to this yeah. fight. I paid for it. I blocked out my Friday night. And instead, it's over with two hits. That sucks. But at the same time, as I saw his I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a risk you take. There's no other sport that's going to end in potentially two seconds. Yeah. That's true. It's so like, funny. It's yeah, they kind of just like, boom. What? Ding, ding, ding. And they're Done. like, that's it. And you're like, Yeah. <laughs> Like, I took one sip of my beer. This yeah. is over. Yeah, the bar like, hired, like, four extra staff members. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's it. I'm like, looks like that's all he had. You guys want to watch a movie? Yeah, y'all want to, um, I mean, you know, we can still hang out yeah. or whatever. But... What else? Hang out well, what else is on? Yeah. Oh, man. No, it is that's definitely great. hilarious. Yeah. Um, should we do this again next week? We should try. Um, Not I don't know. We now. could. I was about to say we could. We could also take a break. I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. It really takes really... it out of you. Yeah. We'll have to see how it goes. What the fuck? I'm going to see Cursed Child next week. Who? Harry... For eight hours. Harry and Potter like, and the Cursed oh, Child. Harry Potter hours. and the Cursed Child. I'm going to go see my friend is, Cursed Child. Who is so... the Cursed Child? That's what I want to know. <laughs> so at first, it's yeah. me. So at first, <laughs> I Thanks, thought you. Thanks, mom. <laughs> 
I thought you said Chris Child, and you just said Chris real weird, like Chris. And I was like, why is Chris Hermsworth? And I was like, why Chris Who is Chris Child? Yeah, no, that's what I was, yeah. I was like. Who he is sounds that? like a celebrity chef. <laughs> but did you see? I, I wasn't like I, I didn't. I was not accusatory. I was just like, oh, who? What? Sorry, try that again. I'm Shout out sure. to our favorite so. listener, Chris Child. <laughs> yeah, Chris Child. Chris. Oh my god, Chris. can we just blame Chris all of our Child? problems and? On Chris Child. Can that be our new scapegoat? We could. I'd rather just blame him on Doug Butt. It's Doug Butt. <laughs> it's Doug Butt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Doug Butt. So if we are back next week, you're welcome. If we're not back next week, it's Doug's fault. It's Doug's fault. Yeah. And you can send all of your complaints to Doug's Twitter feed at, <laughs> at Gimme Jacob Moore. That's with two O's. M O O R E. Yeah. But uh, hopefully you had a good time. We had a good time. Yeah, I did. And uh, yeah, so glad. It's just it's just hard nailing Emily down, man. She's like busy. She's That's true. I'm in the she's, wind. She's she's out You're here. In the wind. She's like out the here being a, She's out here being a star for like civil rights and stuff all over Texas and you saving lives. She's busy and stuff. So you know, listeners that health just, insurance. Listeners just know I'm doing my best. To get oh my gosh! Pod, you have been in court we'll like four see. times. Never during pod time. That's not relevant. <laughs> I mean, it could have been pod time if you weren't in court. Is there like? I don't think that's true. Is there a designated pod time? I'm using air quotes around that too. No, I mean, it's certainly not during normal court during hours. Court hours. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's a good episode. We're so glad we could fly Hannah down from North Carolina to do the pod. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you for joining. It won't be the last time yeah. that we record a podcast. <laughs> Statistically speaking. Most likely. One of us will be on a podcast at some other point. One might think so. Yeah. But until next time, if there is one. Yo, we out. Bruh. I like that. That's good. Was that good? Yeah, that was pretty good. You did. You have more of a roll to it. I like that better. I can't roll What's like yours? that. Mine's, no, mine's just like a, it's just like it's just like a burst out. It's like weird. What does it sound like? I can't remember. I lost the. I lost the. Blah!